gentlemen. The story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. This is the city, L.A. I work here. My name is Highlander. So does my partner, Johnson. It was August, hot, muggy. This is just another routine call in this 503 square miles they call the City of Angels. I'm Highlander, he's Johnson. We heard you had a floor cup. Yeah, I mean, the floor was just sanded. Been flat forever. I gotta know what happened. Why don't you tell us what happened? Some crazy party? You guys hopped up on something? Your husband get a little excited about the game and spill some joy juice on the floor? I'm sorry, my husband? I got nothing, to, nothing happened, I tell you. So that's the story you want to stick with. How about we work you over? It's a little aggressive, Highlander. Let's hear him out. Yeah, how do you maintain your floors, tough guy? Or do you? Why don't we start with this? What'd you use to clean those floors? Paste wax. Paste wax, I tell you. Paste wax? I'd like to paste wax you. What does that even mean? Mean? You haven't even seen me until Johnson works you over. Just answer the questions. Now look, we're going to get the answer sooner or later out of you. You might as well save yourself the trouble. If you're not interested in helping yourself, then neither am I. The monkey's on your back, kid. So if you want help scratching it off, you better come up and cough up some answers. <coughs> what the hell does that even mean? I think it means someone's holding back. Who's holding back? I don't know what's in the manual. Did you happen to save any leftover sanding belts? Oh yeah, I got a few in the garage. I uh, kept a couple so I could save my my kid's Piperwood Derby car. Uh, let's just stick to the facts, sir. By the way, did he win? No, no, he lost interest pretty quick and quit. Oh. Ever had trouble with him before, being a quitter? Listen, son, want to be a quitter? What's next? Homework got a little too hard so you don't do it? Push-ups are tough so you sit on the couch? Eating a granola bar gets crumbs everywhere so you stare at the package all day? It starts with a Pinewood Derby. Next thing you know is he's staring at 50. He doesn't even know who he is anymore. Let's see those belts. Islander, smell this. Not my beard, the belts. What's that smell like? I'll tell you what it smells like. It smells like wax. Damn right it does. That's your problem. Your floors used to be wax. Moisture can pass through the wax. Now it can't when you put a surface finish. Sometimes moisture can be your friend, and sometimes it's not. Even though what causes moisture, kid? Wet basements, broken gutters, cracks in the foundation, broken sprinkler systems. Well, and whose fault is that? Certainly not mine. Well, how could it be your fault? You're the detective. That's right, pal. Listen, you've been getting away with it forever. No rain gutters. No plastic under the house. Letting your kid quit when the going got tough. You know what that moisture can lead to? Cup floors. Soft cookies and soft graham crackers. Damp windows you can hardly see out of. My wife's flat hair. With bed sheets. Crazy mixed up kids. What if I use your restroom? Yeah, yeah, I kind of do. Moisture just doesn't happen, pal. It's like the sweat on your forehead. Moisture's there. It's under the surface. It's insidious. 
constantly lurking, watching and waiting. It's time it got to a family here in L.A., a family with a kid, a kid with a smashed-in Pine Docks Derby home. Take responsibility for your home and your life. It starts with water, and then before you know it, water turns to mold. Mold turns to hanging around truck stops and wearing someone's yesterday's t-shirts, kid. We hope this helps. That was an easy one, Highlander. Yeah, this one was. Contractor be pretty happy about this report. This is another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. Rob, we got a special guest with us today. Always a pleasure to have yes, this sir. guy on. I'll tell you what, he is, he could have been on the Tonight Show. You know, when Johnny Carson was doing skits and stuff, uh, he could have been the go-to skit guy for Johnny Carson. We called Trey Harrison with no time and said, hey, we needed a third guy to read this. And he came in cold and didn't even have to. And he nailed it on the first attempt. Today, he, he's a professional, man. Yes. He's a professional. We're lucky enough to catch up with Trey Harrison, our adhesive manager for the Rocky Mountain Territory. Uh, he covers a probably, well, for sure, the biggest swath of America for Bona. And uh, welcome to the show, Trey. Appreciate it, guys. And I can't, you know. Can't act without some good co-actors. So I just follow my lead from you guys. That's it. Always kissing up. That's the way to do it, Trey. You always <laughs> kiss up. No reason to kiss down. Always kissing up to the big man. Good, 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 good one. Atta boy. Um, Trey covers the largest part of America for us on the adhesive side. And uh, a lot of responsibility, a lot of distributors, and a lot on your shoulders, man. So, uh very important part of our team. So thanks for coming on there, Trey. Yep. And so we're having a little fun with this, but uh, this is a this is actually a, a, a true scenario where uh, somebody had their floors, they were uh, paste wax forever, bent down forever and ever and ever. Floors were nice and flat, the floors were no issues. They had them sanded and refinished. The guys did a beautiful job sanding the floors. And then all of a sudden the floors cupped. Why did they cup? And uh, so we just had a little fun with that. And then we thought we'd work it. We actually, you know, craft oil would be a good segue for this because uh, we'll do the same thing, allow the floors to breathe a little bit more uh, in the scenarios uh, where uh, moisture might be a concern. Um, and I wanted to talk to you, Trey, while you're on there, because uh, also it leads into 540. Obviously, you can't put it on top of a finished floor. You'd want to put that on the subfloor before that starts. But that you cover the Rocky Mountain territory, and you, there, you, there are some dry, arid climates in that in that area. Um, are you seeing guys using the uh, the 540? First of all, we should for anybody that doesn't know, we should probably mention what the 540 is. The our moisture barrier for for uh, either wood substrates or concrete substrates for uh, for moisture protection. So uh, I'll ask you, Trey, uh, are you seeing a lot of uh, uh, guys using 540 out in your territory? So, you know, it's, it's funny because Colorado, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, states like that are considered a high desert climate. You know, it's very, very dry. We got a lot of dry air. But there's also a lot of these areas that people don't realize that have a high water table. And anytime that water table is 
you know, is pushed up a little bit because of, you know, seasonal rains, different kind of flooding, things like that, that there are big issues. Um, we're having a, we're having a lot of success with, with guys with the 540. One of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest things we talk about, um, especially in Colorado and in some in Utah is the, uh, is crawl spaces. Crawl spaces are usually terribly vented. They usually don't have any air movement and they're just a breeding ground for moisture. Even, you know, we will see them even without any kind of six mil poly or anything laid, even laid over the dirt. So that's been something that's been really, really beneficial for some of the contractors because they can do, you know, they can, they can roll that on, on their wooden substrate. That moisture can still go into the substrate, but then when it off gases, it's, you know, it, it can off gas at a slow enough rate that it's not going to affect those floors. Well, yeah. And I don't care where you are in the country. If you're in the driest part of the country, uh, everybody deals with, if you're doing any new construction at all with construction dampness, you know, that just moisture from the construction process. And that was, you know, that was my, that's my other thing is, is that, yeah, on new construction, you know, you've got right now, the hardest thing for people to get are windows, HVAC systems, and garage doors. When you talk about windows, skylights, stuff like that, as the house is being built, they're still moving on with this construction. They're going to put the windows in whenever they get them. Issue being is those windows stay open, rain, snow, anything comes through. Now you've got a wet substrate. Tile sauce, tile sauce. I mean, when, you know, guys are in there doing tile, those saws are just pouring water over a wood substrate. The other one that I always joke about is, you know, mud guns. When guys are, when guys are putting texture and mud on the wall, I think those, when you buy one, I think they come with pre, you know, pre-drilled holes in the tubes just to, to make them leak that much more. So when you're talking about that and going back to the, you know, the desert climate in the West where it's really dry, even in the driest areas, if you need to to bring a wooden substrate down in percentages by just letting it sit and letting it dry naturally, you know, 6%, 7%, we've done tests. If you have to move it that much, that's two to three weeks. And that, that's where you start to really, really mess with everybody's types, timetables. You know, in new construction, you, as everybody probably is listening knows, it's a, it's a tight window when you can come in and do the floors. You gotta tell a guy, I gotta wait three weeks. That doesn't usually go over very well. Well, and you said the uh, the magic word is timetable, is that, you know, nobody has time any, any, anymore. I mean, the sh labor shortage or what have you for callbacks and problems. Also, that's a really good point about they're not being able to get the windows on time and these different things. So while everybody knows the NWFA guidelines and all these different things that's involved, we don't always get perfect scenarios for, for doing floors. We know that. And so, um, you know, it just it gives you one more thing it puts on your side of the equation uh, it's been, it's been, you know, also really nice for our nail glue assist system. And maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. You know, NWFA now is, is saying anything over four inches should get a, should, should be done with a nail glue assist. When you do that, you take away the 15 pound roofing felt or the different underlayment, the paper underlayments that people are putting under there, because you can't, you're not going to glue to that paper. It doesn't do you any good. Don't waste the glue. But so now perfect marriage between the sausages or the quantum the quantum uh, the quantum tubes and the 540 is or the quantum tubes and being able to put a moisture barrier down is that 540 that 540 also when you talk about going over a wooden substrate it's going to give you the best most continuous coverage on there it's not you know you don't have to make sure that all you know, all the seams are correct and all the seams are sealed down the stuff that you have to go through on those papers to make sure that you have a continuous moisture barrier 
this is a roll-on that, that is gonna, you know, it's gonna virtually cover every square inch of that floor. Hey, so Trey, why don't you name again the states that you cover? I cover uh, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, Montana, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas. When's the last time you saw the wife and kids? Well, she likes it better that way. <laughs> and, and, and you know, uh, as the monumental task of covering those states, and I, I came to train and he said, you know, maybe we should take some of the states away. You've got so much to do. And he goes, no, I, I, no, I don't want any of them taken away. I want every one of them. I, and, and he does a great job managing them. So uh, kudos and a really important player for Boney and our team. So Appreciate it. One of the best things about those states is that I do get to see so many different climates from the desert to, you know, going into St. Louis and stuff where the, the river is very prevalent. There's a lot of water there into, you know, the Midwest and up, up way north where it's even drier than Colorado. So it's nice to have a bunch of different, a bunch of different climates and a bunch of different substrates that are, that are put down. Well, and you know, you bring a lot of knowledge to the table because you do see a lot of different scenarios. You do see a lot of different, uh, you know, if you look at the NWFA guidelines and, and regional moisture and everything like that, you get to, and you're a very analytical guy. I mean, and you, you know, I, I don't need to tell you, but you do a good job studying these things and what have you, you do a lot of great reports on, on, uh, on your findings. And, and uh, so anyhow, uh, appreciate you making time with us today. We had a little fun, but uh, get away from our daily uh, thing for a little bit. So appreciate you making the time, Trey. And um, uh, thanks for being with us. Yeah, anytime. Before we get going, I got I got to tell you this, and I, I swear this is true, and and this still blows my mind. Uh, Judy went to uh, California to visit her mom, you know, with, with uh, what she's going through, and she's gone for a week. And and as she was leaving, the stray cat, the gray and white stray cat, came walking up with a limp so bad it couldn't put his front right paw down on the ground. You know, that's that's hard to watch a cat that can't put it. You know, especially a stray. You know what I mean? Shovel time. Shovel time. No, no, no. Okay. So I looked, we both saw it at the same time and she was, you know, getting ready to put a suitcase in the car and she looked at me and she goes, oh, Wayne. And I, I look, I'll take care of it. I'll take it to the vet. I'll just, just, you know, go on your way. You know, I'll take care of it. So she goes, I'll get a cat carrier out for the garage for you. Okay. So you ever try to put a wild animal in a, in a cat carrier? I no, mean, it just ever, doesn't happen. Never. No. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. So I couldn't, I could not get it into the thing. I mean, it, it, it's feral, but it would let me pet it. You know, I mean, it was friendly, but picking it up, putting the thing is another, another story. So, uh, um, I managed to get it into my truck though. Okay. And I knew, you know, so I drove it to the vet, you know, obviously he's going crazy. He's never been in a car before. I'm sure. Unless he, unless he had Dodge Ram, uh, rebel. But, um, so, um, I knew as soon as I open that door, he's going to want a jet, right? I mean, I know that. So I carefully opened the door. And as careful as I was, as soon as I mean, he turned into a mountain lion and just like basically <laughs> ran over my face to get out. And he takes up the field and he takes off and he's gone now, okay? So Judy's gone, the cat's gone. And I don't know, I mean, I, what am I going to do with this cat? I got to go back to work. It's like eight, or 8 in the morning. So that night, I go out looking for it. I bring a can of cat food. I go look for the cat can't find it. The next day, I get up early before work starts, right as it turns daylight, I went out there and I looked for that cat, right? I put signs up, missing cat, reward, gray cat, front paw, you know, 
I called the veterinary. I said, hey, if anybody had only somebody could have taken a picture of you putting up cat signs, that you know, would have been that would have been awesome. I was so annoyed because here's the and here's why I felt bad. Because I screwed him up. I took him out of his routine. You know what I mean? I even though he had a bad paw, you know, I took him and I moved him to a different part of the world. You know what I mean? So that's why I felt bad because I was the one that screwed him up. So, and Judy Collins said, you know, what, what, what happened? What did the vet say? Well, I said, the vet said that, you know, it, it pulled this thorn out of its thing and, you know, whatever, and it's fine. Uh, so, just so she wouldn't worry about it, right? Mm -hmm. But um, on day four, Rob, that damn cat was outside the, uh, the back door, as God is my witness. And it looked like it never ate since, since I fed it last. You know what I mean? How did it know to get back? And it's a, it's a mile and a half. How and how is it possible that that cat found its way back? I'm I'm I heard dogs will do that. I've heard that, but I, I'm absolutely blown out of my mind and grateful that he came back. So, um, um, how many cat stories do you think we've done on this show? I don't know, man. Look, I got nothing else going on in life. Okay, we got. I bet we got a good twenty cat stories. Yeah, well, and I don't own a cat, so they're all. They're all mine. Highlander cat story. I'm I'm seeing a book. I'm seeing like a Christmas book or something. No. Of just Highlanders Highlanders cat stories. I'm not necessarily even a cat guy, but you know. Okay. You're definitely you're definitely a cat guy. I, oh. I know you'd say that you're not a cat guy. All right. You're a cat guy. You love it. Nothing wrong <laughs> with that. Okay. So anyhow, so the bottom line is the cat made its way back about a mile and a half back to the house on three legs because the other one, he was so damaged, you couldn't touch the ground with it. So, you know. That's too bad they didn't take that leg off. That well, would be cool. Thing. That I would love that. I'm not a cat guy, but if I could have a three-legged cat, I'd have a three-legged cat. So believe it or not, I'm not, I'm really truly not a cat guy. You are, you. you no, I'm, look at, I'm we not. Got, we got 38 stories on, on the floor of cat stories. So look, you're a cat guy. Like I said, I don't have a lot. You know what? On. It's not that you're a cat guy. You're people don't understand that you're squishy, aren't you? You're squishy. Yeah, yeah. You got a soft spot for animals oh. and oh, you know, people no question. like Trey and I. <laughs> so, um, you know, God, God bless animals, man. I mean, when he came, what got me when he came back is like I'm the guy who screwed him up. I'm the guy that put him into this vehicle and drove him off. And when he came back, he still trusted me. You know what I mean? I mean, I, yes, he probably had no place else to go. but And he was but, hungry. So, yeah. And he, was, yeah. and he was hungry. So, but, you know, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, uh, anyhow, so there you go. You're a cat guy. It's all right. You. you can admit it. You're an animal guy. All right, everybody. I uh, appreciate you listening. And uh, that's been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Mm -hmm.